What was the first shrinkster that you just said? Uh, 1-3 Oscar Lima. Oh, okay. Actually, there's a story behind this picture that... Oh! (laughs) (laughs) It's a great picture. That's funny. That's a good one. So, that's, yeah. What's the story behind this picture? (laughs) What's the story, Miller? Oh, I had a small rip in my jeans. (laughs) Uh, and Karen comes up behind me. You got a rip in your jeans. And then she goes, <laughs> and it's all the way down. She pulls leg. it all the way down to my leg. But I, can we're, I just... like, <laughs> we're at Walmart. I'm like, what the fuck? Podcasting from mondays.pwop.com. It's Mondays. This is Carl Franklin in the studio with Richard Campbell, Mark Miller, and Karen Mangiacotti. Soon to be Karen Miller Mangiacotti? <laughs> what the hell are you now? <laughs> oh, Franklin. Mondays is produced by Pop Productions, uh, providing professional audio, media, video, podcasting, and music services, and whatever else we can think up. Online at P. W O P dot com. And now it's time for Monday's number 77, The Baby Show. <laughs> Here we go, folks. Proof. Proof <laughs> that Miller and Mangicotti are one. Are one. Nice. Now they are three, actually. Exactly. One plus one equals three. Uh, so apparently. People didn't believe us in our last show. No, they did not. They no. did not. But you know what I have to say? Look, Monday's listeners, I know that like all these details of my life and, well, maybe all of our lives, but especially mine maybe, are stranger than fiction. But if I have to live it, the least you can do is believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of stranger than fiction, yeah, she actually fucked the millinator kids. <laughs> Yeah, you keep saying that. He keeps introducing the baby as, look, this is proof that we fucked. That's so wrong. Yeah, that doesn't go over so well at Christmas time. No. No. (laughs) Or at the PTA meeting. Oh, that's nice. That's terrible. So so the baby's in the booth with you, Gia? She is right here. She's actually actually on my boob, even as we speak. That's nice. Wow. (laughs) Which I think is the first time we've recorded the show like that. So so the proof is, is that you can hear her being fed right now. Can you? Yeah. It's quiet, right? Yeah. That's the sound. <laughs> that's the sound of a baby being fed. So, Miller, she's got your hair. And uh, she no. has your predilection for boobs. So that's kind of nice. Franklin go. said predilection. <laughs> she she actually has way more hair than Miller. She also... Um, uh, don't she, say anything about my bony ass right now, please. <laughs> I wasn't, but that's true. She wait, just, wait. Monday's listeners will be happy to know she did not get my ass. She got Miller's teeny tiny little minuscule ass. Bony little teeny ass. <laughs> minuscule. And chicken Millescule. legs. 
All right. Could you not make the minuscule symbol with your fingers and point at my <laughs> lower nether region? People might be taking photos right now, okay? Seriously. Uh, do you guys remember the first time that we ever all were in the same place at the same time was Florida, like maybe five years ago or so? That's right. That's right. And we went out to dinner, and I was making fun of Mark's chicken legs the whole night. I don't know if you remember that part. I do but remember. I, like, I love firefighters because they have nice, big, meaty legs. I'm like, your little chicken legs, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and now here is the here's the proof you have to be careful. Who you breed with? My daughter, chicken legs. <laughs> yeah. Where does she got a little bit of poultry in her? She's in the- <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how she's ever going to walk. How those things will support her? But that's which because she's, she's got. got some serious feet on her too. She does. She does. Which is either because I, I was telling Richard this yesterday. Either because she's going to be super tall, so she has these big platform feet that will hold her up, or she'll have gigantic boobs and she'll need to be balanced by something. <laughs> We don't know. Could go either way. Either is possible. Either is possible. Narrow butt, big boobs. That seems unlikely. So Richard is actually here in New London t- uh, tonight recording. And the reason is, is because we were speaking at Code Mash in Sandusky, Ohio. Yes. Nice little conference went on there last week, a few days ago. And uh, then we came to New York City to speak at the New York City Code Camp and just decided to drive up. Well, and it just seems silly to come all this way and not see the baby. Yeah. Speaking of seeing the baby, do you guys remember the first time I saw little Giada? <laughs> I think it was Christmas Eve, wasn't it? It was Christmas Eve. So I, we have a house full of people on Christmas Eve. And Carl comes in and having not seen the baby before, felt compelled to bring a baby gift. However... Now it was Christmas Eve, right? And right. nothing was open. And I, on the way over, I'm like, oh, crap, I don't have a gift. Right. So he stops at a mobile station. <laughs> So Tia gets uh, motor oil for her birth, for her her yeah. birth celebration. Pork rinds. Uh-huh. Mm. I think a ham and cheese sandwich. Thumbtacks. That Miller actually ate. Thumbtacks. Thanks for the thumbtacks, Carl. <laughs> yeah, those are great. She loved those. She loves those. And we'll send you the hospital bill. A map of New Hampshire because they were all at a maps of Connecticut. A map of New Hampshire. Yeah, because she, she yeah. actually was asking for that. I think she somehow needed that. What a else? Bick. A, <laughs> a car air freshener yes. shaped like a pine tree. You know, practical, practical stuff. Good stuff. Classic yeah. breath mints, which breath mints, apparently yeah. you're not supposed to give a baby because they choke on them. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Who knew? Who knew? I was like, Car wouldn't give me a baby gift she couldn't actually use. And then I bathed yes, her in the would. motor oil. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the faux pas I said in front of your entire family at Christmas oh, Eve. Yeah, I can tell you what it was. What was it? So... So, so my family, as you can imagine, is pretty like loud and obnoxious and, and pretty open about sex, right? So there. So, no, it's true. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. They're so blah, blah, blah. they're wide open. And they're talking. They're wide open about it. And they're talking about how I don't even know what we're talking about. Somehow, like how after you have a baby. By the way, Miller thinks this is a major design flaw. So when you have a baby, right, your boobs get really big, and for the first time in months, they stick out more than your stomach, right? So you've got this, and you're always breastfeeding, so you're never wearing a top. However, you can't have sex after you have a baby, right? So he thinks That's it's a the, major the, design the flaw. design flaw. What the fuck? Seriously. Like, <laughs> she gets super hot on me, and, and she's always like, no, you can't. We can't for eight weeks. You can't right. do that. So then, so he's complaining about this to my family, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, but the really bad thing is she won't even let me fuck her in the ass. <laughs> in the middle of Christmas Eve. Silence. Yeah, even my family's You actually like, shut him down with that one, did you? Yeah, even oh my, my family, God. which it is pretty hard Awkward to leave them moments. silent. <laughs> Sorry about that. 
Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> there was nowhere to go at that, that point. That was too far, man. You know, Apparently. actually, speaking of which, I don't know if we ever told, do we ever tell the listeners this, about the time we were all in the, you, uh, Karen, uh, Richard, and myself were oh, in the car. this is a backstory, kids. So yeah. this is, this is, uh, when was this? This is like this a year, was, year plus ago, was. two years ago? It was ago? the night that we, if you eat, Monday's listeners can go back to their archi- archives to show 71. It was Holy that Holy shit, day. she knows the show. Well, sweetie, so, it was Carl's birthday party. That was my birthday party. Oh, okay, oh, right, 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 right. So we're in the car, and we're driving, and Karen's like, <sighs> guys, I have to tell you something. This is right after this Carl's birthday party was right after um, my husband said that he was leaving me for the second time. Yeah, and everybody heard him here in the studio threatening Miller. Right, <laughs> right on that same <laughs> right, day, right, right. <laughs> trying to kick his ass and eat his pizza. Okay, the two, so, and so I Karen, just want to note that the good. two were not related. Right, that okay, but what, the, what two not were not related? What do you mean that that? That my that husband, I am not related to your ex husband. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> whoa, because we both kind of have that tardy look on our faces. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Oh my god, it's now something I'm a about scared. the tards that is attractive to Karen. You know, <laughs> you ask her what her favorite looking, you know, favorite star is. It's like Judd Hirsch. You know, <laughs> I, love him. I do love my tards. <laughs> Fuck tard. I'm gonna write a book, <laughs> Tard Like Me. But anyway. <laughs> But anyway, so Karen's in the car and she's like, guys, I think my marriage might be over. And, you know, the millinator in his, you know, millinator sensitive self says, one step closer to fucking Karen in the ass. Yeah, he did. Richard, on the other hand, was like, oh, sweetie, I'm so sorry to hear that. Not Miller. No, not so much. Anyway, oh my God! But and these woo-hoo! are the things that endear you to him. But loyal listeners, I want you to know that one step—it doesn't seem like as close as uh, it was. <laughs> back then. Just ask any member of my family. I'm yeah. still apparently many steps away. <laughs> oh so. my God! Oh, I have to tell you a funny story. Speaking of Campbell's reaction and Miller's reaction, I so even if I try to be sweet to Miller, it doesn't always work out because my daughter, who you guys know, is a little bit of a sass bucket. No. It's true. It's true. She's yeah, like the time I met you downstairs to let you in the studio <laughs> and I said, are, are your boobs getting bigger? And I didn't know, right? And she said, yeah, and her ass is too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's her ass. So it's yeah. her ass. Yeah, that was classic. We, we should have her on the show. She should, no, she be, should be her would, own show. Yeah, we would all be, we'd all feel totally inferior. <laughs> she, so she's saying like, well, I don't like boys. And I go, I like boys, boop. But there, some of my favorite, and Miller is right there. And I say, you know what? Some of my favorite people are boys. She goes, yeah. Like number one, Richard Campbell. Number <laughs> two, wait, 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 wait a minute. Franklin. Wait, and wait she goes minute. on and on and on till she finally gets to 11. 11. And at 11, she goes, I think 11 is you, Walnut. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. That was me. so funny. And, and then like, she's, like, she's like, 11, that's like number one twice. Yeah. Yeah, don't feel bad. It's like number one twice. It's awesome. It was so yeah. freaking funny. So the same, the same sweet little girl. I'm walking into a grocery store with her. She she farts on the way in, <laughs> and she's like, "Ooh, that's gonna leave a mark in the morning." Pointing to her ass. She's walking. 
and she doesn't let out. Yeah, I'm going to be bruised in the monitor in that one. Dad's going to leave a bruise pointing at her ass as I'm walking in with her in the store. I'm like, shut up. Just don't talk about it now. Where, where does she learn that behavior, Mark? Everybody's that, looking at me like I'm like, has something to do with this. I'm like, no, she farted, okay? It was a very combustible fart. fart. It came out with great uh. force. It wasn't me. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I don't know where she... No, in We fairness, are one step away from getting the kids taken away from DSS. I just want you to know that. One step away. I, I think when we go home, we might. it might be less than one step, yeah, actually. Right. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I think that was my baby. Oh. Wow. Can, can she speak again? Ready? Come here, Gia. Hold on. Here's Gia at the mic. Hmm. Oh. That was kind of cute. That's very that, cute. That, that's baby talk for a, I can't believe you bred with a chicken, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to hold me up. Now if I can compose myself. <laughs> things I've learned this week. I've learned that small paint particles from my ceiling are surprisingly indistinguishable from Parmesan cheese. Oh, yeah. that's a tough thing to learn. Uh. Yeah. I've learned that my upstairs neighbor's bedroom is directly above my kitchen. Uh. I-, I said, I've learned that my upstairs neighbor's bedroom is directly above my kitchen. Mm. 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 Uh. I've above. learned that my six-year-old daughter thinks I have big rats that play drums at night. Mm. Mm. Drum rats. Nice. Rat drums. Mm. <laughs> rat drum, rat drum, rat drum. I've learned that the sound of a huge explosion played through a subwoofer on top of my fridge can stun the rats, causing a temporary pause in their drumming. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. I've learned... That there's a woman up there who sings a really weird song when the rats play drums. Oh. Oh, so you know that song, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> I've learned... <laughs> That's a different song. <laughs> I've learned that if you poke the kitchen ceiling just right with a broom, all the rats and the naked people who look after them fall out. <laughs> 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 Naked people looking after rats? What the fuck is going on over there? I saw that in a movie once. <laughs> oh, man. Man. I've, I've learned that a little Vaseline and some elbow grease... I don't know where this is going. Oh, dear. ...is all you need to remove a Cuisinart 12-quart stockpot from the ass of the woman who looks after the rats. <laughs> nice. Oh. That's and why I pre-lube my stockpots with <laughs> elbow grease and Vaseline. And that's what I've learned this week. <laughs> Karen's always like, why are you putting all that Vaseline on the crock pot? I'm like, you'll find out. Oh, you know. You know. You know. Oh. We're in Ikea yesterday, and Miller's, Miller's, and they won't what? let me return something. And he's like, I'm going to sit out here, and I'm going to be like, does anyone want to buy this? And they're like, uh, we've had people do that before, sir, and security takes them away. He goes, not when they're all greased up like I'm going to be. <laughs> Uh, he pushes a button under the counter, and I'm like, oh, that's security, right? He goes, no, that's a live feed to YouTube from our security cameras. 
<laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. And, and the whole time Miller's in a Borat bathing suit. I don't know if I mentioned that. <laughs> she makes me wear it. I cannot tell you what I have to do to get one step closer to this woman. <laughs> oh, I love that Borat bathing suit. Oh, man. Oh, it's, it's good, good bathing suit. It's good bathing suit. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> You know what I like about these recording booths, Carl? They're very private. Yes. I yeah. like a hand release. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right, Karen, you ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, now it's time for girl. Maybe we should say mom. Yeah. Mom on film. Oh, that's great. Mom. Yeah. Mama. Mom. Mom. Girl. Pape chulo. Girl. What's up, Karen? Well, kids, I have some bad news, actually, for Connection Film fans. What? Well, this week, Larry Flint announced that in these tough... That bastard's still alive? Oh, yeah. Alive and... uh, And rolling. And rolling. Alive and rolling. (laughs) And publicity stunting. But he announced that in these tough economic times, Americans are too depressed to have sex. What? So, wow. the porn industry is actually requesting a government bailout. Nice. Isn't that? Yep. You've got to be shitting no, me. No, I'm totally serious. I am That's not making awesome. that up. Isn't that awesome? So, wow. to honor the strong relationship between government and porn, <laughs> tonight, I'm going to review Larry Flint's own tribute to one rise star of politics in his soon-to-be classic, Who's Nailin' Palin? <laughs> oh, yeah. In this, <laughs> in this timely biography film, Sarah Palin is portrayed by Lisa Ann, and while she's no Tina Fey, she exposes us to more of Sarah Palin than I think we might, might have otherwise ever known. Uh. Now, some people might find this dialogue a little contrived in this movie, like when Lisa Ann delivers the line, you never have seen tits like these looks like global global warming just melted a couple of polar ice caps. <laughs> Wait, can you say that again, Karen? Yeah, I can. Sorry. You've never seen tits like these looks like global warming just melted a couple of polar ice caps. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to use that take. He just wanted to hear you say it again. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> True. Just want to hear it again. But I find it to be an insightful look into Palin's true persona. Though, as an aside, I want to note that Palin's left ice cap is a little. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> that is true. That is you, true. Viewers should be warned. <laughs> it's a little disconcerting you, at first. How do you spell that? W e e h o o w e e h o o. If you listen carefully, it actually makes that sound when she takes off her dress. (laughs) I haven't heard Karen make that sound since I was off limits. Though I'm not even kidding about that. Oh be my warned. God. How fucked up is little baby Gia gonna be? <laughs> oh 
<laughs> She's in the booth right now. <laughs> this is her first recorded speech. This is her first recorded speech. I'm She's, so proud. Her first words are going to be like, Polar Ice Caps. <laughs> Mommy, it's a Polar Ice Caps. <laughs> We're, we're, we're going to hell. We're all going to hell. All going to hell. She's going to be 16. She's going to play this recording back for you and say, I hate you. <laughs> She's going to say, what the fuck, guys? Seriously. She's Seriously. Yeah. What the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me with this shit? You gave birth to me? Yeah. You mixed up? Why didn't you send me to another family? Been, honestly, you had the chance. You knew what you were like. <laughs> so what I really love about this film is it gives us the inside story behind all those headlines. For example, I had no idea that th- that Palin's mantra, Drill Baby Drill, had a tagline. <laughs> it has its own tagline, Drill Hard, Drill Fast. That was new for me. That was new. Drill Hard, Drill Fast. Now, spoiler oh. alert. Spoiler alert, kids. What I didn't know was that Palin has actually been romantically linked to Hillary Clinton. What? How? Yeah. Well, how? Because apparently Hillary Clinton was actually under the podium when Palin was giving all of her speeches, assisting her. Oh. Some a little oral oratory assistance. Wow. Under, yeah. And so I didn't Karen, know this, that. this is not a documentary. This was a porn we watched, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. What I also didn't know was that apparently... There, there was a lot of three-way discourse between <laughs> Palin, Clinton, and Condoleezza Rice. Oh, oh I wow. also didn't know Condi had a tongue ring, but that's completely another story. <laughs> and a huge tattoo on her back. Yeah. But we just, you don't know all of these. Condi was super hot in this movie, this portrayal, yeah. She had a tramp stamp. That's what you're saying? No, it was actually on her shoulder, which could be a tramp stamp for somebody who misses. <laughs> I guess anything's a tramp stamp if you play your cards right. <laughs> Hillary Clinton was not as hot as Condi, though. I... Hillary Clinton was played by Nina Harry. No, who... Nina Hartley. Hartley. Oh, I don't know. Oh, she, my God. She's what? still making movies? Exactly. <laughs> what is she, like 90? She she just starred in Gagilf, Great Grandma's I'd Like to... Gagilf. <laughs> she made a good Hillary. She portrayed Hillary Clinton. Oh, my very God. Well. It was very frightening. Was I was very... thankful every time she was cropped out of the film, out of frame. I was like, oh, And thank she God. was cropped out a lot. <laughs> in the three-way discourse, you often only saw Clinton's hand. Yeah. It's true. It was awesome. It's that true. part was good. And then they'd pan out, and you'd be like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> whoa! Zoom in. Back to that close-up. Put those things away, Hillary. Hillary, cankles are one thing, but <laughs> this is quite another. <laughs> That's right. ridiculous. So, <laughs> who just said that's ridiculous? I don't know. That was an announcer man. That's ridiculous. So I can't even tell you apart anymore. Really? So yeah. I, I 
can't. So one of the cool things about this film was that it doesn't just give us the Palin that we know today. It actually reckons back to Palin's younger years, giving us a little bit of backstory. So we see her actually as a college student, and we see how Palin grows from from A to D over the years. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now we know a lot more about him. So I would, I would totally recommend this for anyone interested in politics. Who's Nalen Palin? And that's girl for this week. That's awesome. Girl, 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 girl. That's totally cool. Carl, I'm not going to do my se- my session. Why not? I'm not doing my segment. Why? Because you keep saying you're going to give me a new intro, and you never do. Well, you're always messing with me. You, you always say, here's a new one, and it's the same old one. I'm, not, I'm on strike. I'm not doing it. I'm sitting here silent. You, you know what, Mark? It's really funny you say that, because I actually did prepare your brand new theme song. I do not believe I'm, you. No, I'm, I'm serious. Not, no, I am not Charlie Brown and I'm you not, are not Lucy. I'm not going to fall for that. <laughs> I'm not going to sit Listen, here. You are Charlie Brown, actually. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I did. I'm just going to play it. Okay? So here is your new Dhamma theme song. I hope you like it. <gasps> oh, my, oh my God. Oh, I'm so happy for you. I am too. Finally. Oh, this day. We thought it would never come. This is so awesome. <laughs> He's crying. Isn't it cool? Shh. Quiet. It's playing. Shh. Shh. What? Oh, and now no. it's time for you to tell me. Thanks for Mark Miller. So many people making the news are dumber than him. That's he figures if they're dumber than him, they're probably also dumber than you. Oh, and will therefore make you feel a bit about yourself. Oh. Uh, Mr. Miller. Fucking A, Carl. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Listen, for the dummies out there who are listening to this, the the Tardos out there in the audience, you know who you are. Well, actually, you, you, sir. Actually, you don't know who you are, but if you think you're not, then you probably are. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't have anything prepared. I'm just like, blabbing my way through. That's why he needs so much time to write. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, woman. I can call you woman now. No, you cannot call me I can me call woman. you woman. You Shut up, woman. Me... So, uh, so anyway, up. we got some clues in here to help you through the Dumber Than Me story. All right. Two unidentified teenagers armed with a gun approached a man outside the Blue Moon Pizza Restaurant in Marietta, Georgia. Blue Moon. Late Monday night. Inside the restaurant, John (laughs) Williamson, a strapping 18-year-old restaurant employee with good looks and a hearty swagger, was carefully placing the final layer of cayenne candied bacon and goat cheese on his personal 10-inch. Dude, you are the best writer I've ever fucking met, man. Outside. That is great. That is fucking great. Your character is saying I'm gay. I'm turning gay. I don't think so. But anyway. It's your wrist, Miller. Straighten it out. Just fuck you. It's like on my wrist. I'm just saying. You're not going to make me gay, okay? She's like, eight weeks. We can't have sex for eight weeks. Eight weeks. So right eight now he's like a, a, beer, a beer away from being gay. I'm a beer gay. away from being gay, guys. A beer away. That's right. We're going out to the pub later. Nice. So anyway, outside, the two teens with a gun stole a man's wallet and the keys to his Honda Accord and proceeded to get into his car. Now, at this point in the story, it might be a good idea to point out that in the United States, most cars have an automatic transmission because our drivers here are predominantly all tardies. <laughs> and that's not to belittle the tardy population. 
We're going to get lots of tardy letters. I don't have anything against the tards. Okay? My sister, my sister is a tard, okay? So I can make fun of tards. Yeah, it's your sister. So all you tard listeners out there, don't be writing in to me again with all your angry tardy letters saying things like, eh, I have whipped cream in my ass. Like, what does that mean? Seriously, there's nothing more confusing than an angry tard. Uh, Mark, there's a phone call for you. It's Jeff Dunham from the National Association of the People for the Advancement of Tards. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's he wants to talk to you. That's amazing. I bet a Tard came up with that title. <laughs> yeah, what a Tard yeah, here. Tard actually did. Yeah. Everything you hear today has been generated by a tool. <laughs> What does that mean? At any rate, this particular Honda Accord came fully equipped with a manual transmission. For our tardy listeners, that means it's a stick shift and there's a clutch pedal that must be pushed down to change gears. (laughs) Okay. According to pizza man extraordinaire Mr. Williamson, quote, The kid was just sitting in the car trying to start it, but he had no idea what to do. He looked dumbfounded, unquote. (laughs) Now, Carl, three pedals. This may be your first clue that these car thieves are dumber than me. Mm. Because if I was trying to steal a car and I had no idea how to make it move, I would certainly not sit there looking dumbfounded. (laughs) I would look quizzical. Quizzical. (laughs) Or perhaps with a dash of perplexity. Nice. Mr. Williamson goes on to say, quote, after about a minute, the only thing they had going was the radio, unquote. Mm. Mm. Awesome, because nothing says dumb like stealing a man's wallet and keys so you can have a seat in his car and rock out to a flock of seagulls. (laughs) Oh, no way. This should be my new theme song. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. The flock of hairdressers. <laughs> and Carl, this would now be your second clue that these guys are dumber than me. Okay. A flock of seagulls? Seriously. <laughs> If you want to rock out, you need some original ACDC, like Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap. Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap. Oh, yeah. Baby G is rocking. That's awesome. While these idiots were trying to get the car to move, restaurant employees thought, hey, uh, this might be a good time to call police. And so they did. <laughs> According to witnesses, the two teenagers engaged in a heated shouting match inside the car. According to mm. one restaurant employee, quote, the guy sitting in the passenger seat had pulled out the owner's manual and they were screaming at each other like crazy. These guys were assholes, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> Several minutes later, canine officer S.R. Peterson arrives in his canine unit. According to Officer Peterson, quote, I heard loud music emanating from the vehicle. Inside, I witnessed two suspects engaging in a fight during which slaps and punches were exchanged. Slaps. <laughs> Fags. Slaps. Detective Peterson then ordered the two teenagers out of the car. They stepped out of the vehicle, noticed the canine unit, and in typical tardy fashion decided to run for it in the the nearby woods. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, Carl. Now this might be your third clue. Friends who know me know that I've only tried to outrun police dogs on three occasions. <laughs> and, and none of those occasions turned out well. Ugh. Most regrettable was the encounter between the police dog and my ass that was captured on CNN. <laughs> I think we have a picture of that encounter at shrinkster.com at 13 Oscar Lima. That's 13OL. <laughs> and Carl, is it just me? Or are the newscasters getting hotter and hotter these days? I guess so. Seriously. I'm pretty sure this newscaster hottie wants to yaffle the yogurt cannon on the millinator, don't you? I'm talking about blowing the Miller horn. It's hummer time. I'm talking about calling a meeting with Mr. One-Eyed. I mean, look at this. Even over your glass at shrinkster.com. Slash one three Oscar Mike. That's one three O M. Oh, it's Lou Dobbs. Oh, oh! seriously, I'm burning my eyes out. Oh anyway, my God. oh, it's nasty. The newscasters are getting oh. hotter. I think. Anyway, Detective Peterson prepared to unleash the canine dogs upon the two hapless teenagers who were reportedly running around in small circles in the woods, flailing their hands in the air. <laughs> <laughs> According to Detective Peterson, quote, when I realized they were running around inside a fenced-in lot, I just stood there and watched until the two fleeing suspects collapsed due to exhaustion, unquote. <laughs> and that's when Detective Peterson reportedly unleashed the canine police attack dogs. <laughs> because tards. they were tards. <laughs> So listen up, you two unidentified teenagers, you gun-toting, car-key-stealing, radio-listening, girly-screaming, bitch-slapping, flailing-arm-running, clutchless wonders. You sirs are dumber than me. Yes, you are. <laughs> Baby G is writing a note to the to the Doug district attorney. Can you just please take me away from them? Please help me. Help me. Help, help, me. Me. help, help me. me. Help me. Help me. Good lord. Oh my goodness. Wow. It's hummer time. <laughs> hummer in the summer. Karen's giving me a look like, you know, it's going to be nine weeks, not eight weeks or I ten said weeks. It is not hummer time. It's <laughs> <laughs> Richard, you ready? Anytime, man. All right, it's time for Richard the Toy Boy. Richard finds the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the toys on the internet, the toys for you and me, the good toys, the bad toys. Mr. Campbell. Yes, sir. Well, let's start off with things we need after Christmas. Shrinkshow.com slash 130N. So that's Oscar November. This is from the fine folks at Yanko Design. Yeah, I can't actually go. buy it yet, but I'd like to. It's the toilet seat scale. Oh, I thought it was a manual oh. on how to poo. <laughs> well, the great thing about it is, that, you know, poo is a big part of this because you can actually get lighter just sitting there. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You can actually measure the wow. weight of your. It's measure, Miller. It's not measure. It's measure. Oh, she's such a when you fucking, fucking nag. <laughs> Guys, help me. Measure, measure. Someone get me out of this. Treasure. <laughs> Nobody told me that. Pleasure. Nobody told me that sex ends up making babies. Nobody said that. Yeah, I like the idea of sitting down on this thing and then zeroing it, and then you poop, and it can actually give you the net weight. But it'll be negative. Then what will you do? You'll feel that just won't work, Richard. You're getting lighter. Nice try. You're getting nice. Lighter. lighter all the time. 
That's a little weird. Isn't that a Beatles song? Oh, that's very yeah, weird. Like but I'm okay with weird. Weird works for me. All right. Shall we keep moving on? Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to something good because it is CES time again. I noticed that about three years ago, if you can believe it, we did a CES show where I talked about all CES gadgets. So I grabbed a couple of CES gadgets. Here's a good one. Shrinkster.com slash 1300. So Oscar, Oscar. And this is from the fine folks at Novint, the Novint Falcon. Now, it's a little tricky to figure out exactly what this is, but it is a haptic controller. Mm. Haptic cow. Yeah, you may remember the haptic cow, but what this is is actually a controller for video games that has you can grab onto and it will push back and give you force feedback. It makes a lot more sense if you click on the pistol grip link there. They actually mount a gun onto the haptic controller, which lets you aim the gun, fire the gun, and feel the shock of the gun as you fire it. Apparently, this pistol grip not available for sale in New York City. Oh, mm, <laughs> don't take it on a plane. Yeah, that would be a mistake. What do you think? Um, yeah, cool. these are cool controllers. Pretty right? cool. Like just yeah. taking the controls up to a new level, and uh, and reasonably priced, about one hundred and fifty dollars for it. Wow, I like it. Yeah, so that's a real product. You can buy it. Yeah, it's fun. Looks like you move it around. The, the one on the top looks like you move it around in three dimensions. Oh yeah, yeah it does say it right it's there. Yeah. Totally three dimensional, and then the pistol grips is part of that. Is so, that what haptic means? Well, haptic is really touch the, related, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, the touch feedback, yeah. Right? tactile. Yeah, that it actually, if you, you know, the idea with the video game here is I'd, I'd have a grip on that knob, and as I hit a wall or something, it would bounce back. Okay. Right, or when you fire the gun, it gives you that little re- the recoil Kick. effect. Yeah. Okay. That's the idea. Cool. Pushing, pushing back in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. That correct cool. kind of feedback. All right. All right. What else? Let's keep moving along with other CES. Products, and I'll take. I you. know what you're going to show. What's that? I know. Oh, be patient. You're jumping the gun. This is some serious, awesome toy. Shrinkster.com/slash-one-three-o-p. Oscar Papa, you're wrong. I didn't tell you about this one, but it's kind of a cool toy. It is coiled computer cables called FlexiCord. So it's a up to ten feet, but it'll coil up to a foot, and you can get it as uh, HDMI, Cat five. RCA and USB cables this way. So it's all about keeping your cables tidy. Nice. So they so they are just the length that they are required to be. Basically, by yeah. holding them in coils. Of course, if you coil all the cables up, then it still looks like a mess under your desk. Yeah. It's just it's hmm. a coily mess. And you need its recoiling tool as well. No. Use your fingers, right? Yeah. You just bend it. Yeah. There is no recoiling. A recoiling so what, tool. Are you trying to turn me on again, Karen? What type what of uh, cables are they? Use your again? fingers. Uh, the big ones, of course, Cat5 and USB are the ones you're going to care the most about. Karen, can you say Cat5 and USB, please? Cat5 and USB. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How many more weeks? 50. So, jumping into a totally different line of products, I just sort of ran across this the other day and wondered, what the heck were they thinking? Because this is a cool product, and yet marketed incorrectly. It's shrinkster.com slash 130Q, or Oscar Quebec. And the product are caffeine test strips from Discover huh. Testing. So these are for ten bucks. You get twenty strips in a package, and it'll tell you if there's caffeine in your drink or not. But of course, they're pitching it as oh. making sure your decaf is really decaf. And I'm like, sorry, I don't drink coffee for the flavor. I want to make sure there is caffeine in my drink. Yeah. Well, what's the URL of that again? Like what's the shrinks on that? That, yeah. one, that shrinkster is uh, 130Q. OQ. I'm buying some of these. Oh, shoot. 
Because I'd like to know, I'd like to know the real caffeine content of decaf, and you never ever find it. That is true. Or or a lazy waitress who just gives you caffeine when you say decaf. Right. Mm. I don't know. I never ordered decaf, so I wouldn't actually know. But I've been the lazy waitress. But you've so been drinking decaf lately, though. Because yeah, you, because you're breastfeeding. breastfeeding. Blah, yeah. blah. You can't drink or do crack. Blah, blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the way this thing works is it actually changes color if there's more than 20 milligrams of caffeine uh, per six ounces, oh. which is well above what the threshold for decaf is supposed to be. Okay. All right. That's the theory. Good toy? Yeah. All right. You know, sometimes you get a good toy. It's funny how that happens. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I'll save the USB stuff for near the end because I got good USB stuff. So how about something? Well, I think this is kind of dumb. We'll skip that one. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got too I many like kind of dumb. <laughs> you like kind of dumb. I know. <laughs> you married one. Yeah, well, you're well, see what one. you're making babies with. It's yeah, disturbing. Why are you looking at me like that, Karen, when you say that? I, I don't like understand. I kind of dumb. What Some of mean? my favorite people are kind of dumb. There you go. <laughs> So speaking of kind of dumb, let's jump into the USB collection. You know, I went a little nuts today uh, on the the whole Brando line. The guys from Hong Kong that make all the crazy USB stuff. Look at com slash 13OscarRomeo. This is what happens when we don't do Mondays often enough. These guys get a chance to make a whole pile of stupid stuff. So this is a seven-port USB hub with a clock, the a calendar, and a temperature gauge on it. Hmm. And an alarm clock. I just can't imagine why, you know, why would you put a temperature gauge here? It's really just going to tell you the temperature of your USB hub. Right. Yeah. But Which is going to be hotter than anything than else. Than anything else. Right. All right. Same guys, cooler toy, I think, anyway, shrinkster.com slash 130S or Oscar Sierra. The USB digital microscope. Now, this thing has possibilities. Oh, yeah, this is fun. 100 times microscope yeah. on a, you know adjustable arm just plugs into USB port. I can think of all kinds of interesting places that might end. Wow, the, that's you, awesome. Here's the thing, though, guys. Do not point this at the human body. It is incredibly no. gross at close range. Well, you know what? Yeah, and you know what? I have this, actually. Not this particular, but there's a toy like this, and it puts it up on your TV screen. It's called the Eyclops. It comes in either black and white or color, and it can freak you the fuck out if you just, <laughs> just you put it on your wanna... arm and you're like, I, ah, I want to cut ah, off my arm. Sounds like a sex toy. Well, the yeah. most important thing is that there's built-in illumination with it inside the cap, so you can press it into spots that are dark and it provides its own light. Wow. Yeah, iClops does this too. It's very it's very cool. Yeah, I remember how embarrassing it was when like at the Christmas party, Christmas Eve, everybody's yeah, Christmas out like, party. get that iClops out of your ass! It's for the kids! <laughs> it's for the kids! <laughs> But it's got illumination. I was just trying to get it out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to see. Check out the size of that polyp. Karen oh. is like, her family is so uptight. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they're not. <laughs> they're the opposite of that. Although one of the best lines from Christmas Eve was when, so after Carl comes in and, and gives and presents Gia with all of her gifts, he then says, oh, I just, I learned everything I know about being funny from Miller. And my sister goes, you are so much funnier than Miller. <laughs> I didn't find that funny at all. Why are you laughing, Richard? <laughs> all right. One more Brando toy. Shrinkster.com slash 13OT or Oscar Tango. 
Uh, and this is actually almost a replay because you may remember sometime in the past oh, I talked cool. about the USB yeah. missile launcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a better version of it. It's hot. It looks really cool. This is why. It has a webcam that works with MSN so your friends can take control of this thing and shoot you with your missile launcher. Um, I don't want that anymore. <laughs> I don't like that idea. But it looks really cool. So can, wow. it, can you aim it remotely? You can aim it remotely. Ah, it's so fucking sweet. With the USB camera looking right down the barrel, and it fires now, all three this, shots. This would be cool if I had one of these on each of the desks of the developers who work for me. That's right. So I could like you know monitor them live and just fire remotely. <laughs> Get back to work. Yeah. Awesome. You broke the build. You broke the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you have to continue its integration. That'd be awesome. There you go. All right. I got a couple more USB toys for you. Take a look at shrinkster.com slash 130U or Oscar Uniform. Because, you know, it's hard to make USB keys that are really interesting anymore, but the guys at Lacey did it. This is a coin-shaped USB key. Cool. So they and they make it in an eight gig that's silver and a four gig that's sort of bronze, like a penny. And the the little USB knob pops out of it. So it's just a coin. That's kind of fun. I think they're cute and they're inexpensive. They're nifty. All right. How about a toy that I've actually ordered? That's USB. Are you ready for this? Shrinkster.com slash one three o v Oscar Victor. So my wife, because we're doing in the middle of renovation, says, nice. do we really have to have a doorbell that goes ding dong? <laughs> so I found these guys called Your Bell, and it's an MP3 driven oh, doorbell. Oh, awesome. So I'm figuring I'm going to program it to say, somebody's at the door. But you got to get somebody hot to say that. Oh. oh. Karen, can you say somebody's at the door? Somebody's at the door. Oh, All right, I'll send you that clip. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the, a little creepy, actually. The possibilities are awesome here. What <laughs> yeah. I really need to do is program it so that if you press it more than multiple times, it starts changing things. Would somebody check that door, damn it? And then finally, would you stop pressing the fucking button? How about go away? I've always wanted a car that had the ability to, to play wave files, broadcast them out to everybody. So, like, if I was going around a corner kind of slow, it could make, do, like, Starsky and Hutch squealing tires as I go around <laughs> the corner. <laughs> but it'd just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what I want. Okay, one last toy, and this is also from CES. Shrinkster.com slash 130W Oscar Whiskey. This is it. This is it. 13 so, Oscar Whiskey. Oscar Whiskey. The fine folks at SanDisk, you know them for making portable storage SDs and Compact Flash. They just announced a new line of SSDs, capacity up to 240 gigabytes. Wow. These are several times faster than regular hard drives, but here's the kicker. The 240-gig one will go on sale for $500. Nice. And that's two-and-a-half-inch form factor, so that is laptop size. That's 230-gig awesome. solid-state disk yeah. for 500 bucks. 240. Yeah. But wow. That, yeah. So I think this is like the end of the real hard drive. Yeah. And, and of crashing, end. too, right? This is uh, – Right. There's, there's the, the risk of losing data from a crash is pretty much – Zero with yeah, this, isn't less it? likely. Yeah, much less likely. So now you can take your laptop and drop it off the staircase, yeah, and so. it will still boot. Well, your hard drive will survive, but your screen won't. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. And that's the toys I got for today. That, that's a Monday's, folks. Wow, did it again. We did it. Did folks. it again for the seventy seventh time. Yeah. yeah. We got to fucking stop this. This is crazy. Over Wait, but over the course of like five or six years. 
Oh, yeah. We're not really working that hard, are we? We no. only did four shows in 2008. Four. That's crazy. But there were four great shows. <laughs> and we were busy doing other things. Other things. Right, Gia? <laughs> now that Richard lives in New London, it should be a lot easier. Yeah? That's right. There you go. <laughs> I'm glad you're not dead. I'm feeling good about that. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. See you, kids. Fucktard.